Hello and welcome to the Top of the Week podcast, a division of the College Heights Herald and Revolution 91.7. I'm Laurel Deppin. This week, the Herald looks at WKU's diversity and inclusion plans and why some transgender students feel their needs are not being met, a popular bar closing, and the WKU president's salary. It's Wednesday, February 26th. These are your top stories for the week. WKU President Timothy Caboni will receive a salary raise to offset his university-owned residence, which the IRS calls a tax liability. The increase was approved by the Board of Regents. His salary will now match what is required in his contract to match the tax he must pay for the benefit of a free home with utilities. The increase will not take effect until voted on in the next Board of Regents meeting. A popular Bowling Green bar is closing its doors. Hideout Bar and Grill near the Midtown Apartments has closed permanently. Many people took to Twitter to voice their disappointment. Rumors spread about the bar closing due to letting underage people inside during bar hours, but Bowling Green police could not confirm this. Hideout Management released a statement on its website saying the bar's location could eventually be turned into apartments. Two years ago, WKU released a new plan for inclusion and diversity on campus, but some trans students feel as if their needs aren't being met under the plan. Our copy desk chief, Max Chambers, decided to look at this more closely. So Max, thank you so much for being here. Of course. Tell me a little bit about what you learned in your reporting. Right, so I've heard from uh, trans students that this plan has definitely improved resources on campus, it's improved their access to the Pride Center like it promised, and it's definitely provided some resources like a clothing closet, they have a food pantry, and then also they have the uh, Pride LLC that's open during breaks, so if they don't have a supportive home, they can come to that. But there are definitely needs that aren't being met according to them, so I decided to explore that and interview some people, and so I wrote this article. What what are some of those needs? Um, so I've heard a lot of trans students talk about um, chest binders. So a lot of uh, female to male trans people uh, like to have a binder that uh, binds their chest and makes it more flat so that way their body looks more like they want it to. And also a lot of uh, trans students are seeking HRT, um, which is not covered under the current student health plan. So if they aren't able to get HRT from their parents' insurance or uh, from another insurance provider, they can't get that through the student plan. And uh, several students mentioned that and uh, several of the administrators I talked to mentioned that as well. What did the administrators have to say in response to some of this? Right. Um, So Sharon Hunter, uh, who is the uh, Parent and Family Programs Coordinator for Housing and Residence Life, she mentioned that they've had trouble finding a uh, provider who will cover it and who will also um, administer the shots to uh, trans people, but they are working on that. They know that that's a um, opportunity that WKU could fulfill in the future, but current contracts are not allowing them to have a provider that will provide that resource. What are, what are some ways that the current plan works for trans students? Um, so the plan has definitely um, made it easier for the students to um, be more visible. Um, it has established the Pride Center as a more um, concrete resource on campus. They have a room that they meet in now. Um, they have the clothes closet for trans students and also any student uh, can come to that clothes closet. Um, and then they also have a queer film series. Um, so those are resources that were provided for under that plan. And like moving moving forward, other than the things that you've already mentioned, what do, what do you think like from the trans students that you spoke with, um, what do you think they would most like to see? 
I think that a really easy step would be providing funding for the binders. Um, they're not terribly expensive. I know a lot of students would prefer to have those, um, and those are a less expensive step than HRT, but I know that HRT is something in the future that a lot of trans students have mentioned they would really love to see funded by the university. Um, so I would say some of the uh, resources like chest binders um, would be easier for the university pr to provide now if the funds can be uh, met, but HRT in the future would be something they would look for. Well, Max, thank you so much for being here and thank you for your reporting on this topic. Yeah, thank you for having me. This has been the Top of the Week podcast, a division of the College Heights Herald and Revolution 91.7. Until next Wednesday, have a great week.